here. I think you need this more than I do right now. Yeah, I can use some luck. And a stick with pointy, sharp bits. If that Buffy wasn't, I swear. She's a pain. But Xander, he's an utter loser. Don't you wish? I never would have looked twice at Xander if Buffy hadn't made him marginally cooler by hanging with him. Really? Yeah, I swear. I wish Buffy Summers had never come to Sunnydale. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, giving our reactions, our review for the first time ever. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 9, titled The Wish, directed by David Greenwalt, written by Marty Noxon. The original air date is December 8th, 1998, to an audience of 6.32 million people. I don't know why, but every time I say the name Marty Noxon, I, I feel like I put on like an accent. You put on airs when you say it. Yeah, I mean, it, it just feels like a fancy name to me. I don't know why. It, it doesn't, really. <laughs> I, yeah, but every time I read it, it's yeah. Marty Noxon. Marty Noxon of the Chesterfield Noxons. <laughs> but... Uh, if you listen to our last episode and listen to our predictions about what this episode would be about, holy crap, were we way off? Holy crap. Were we... I mean, I'll give myself like a 20% on the nose. You said it was going to be a genie. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a genie demon. <laughs> no. um, uh, and also there was kind of an alternate reality thing. Like I was kind of predicting yeah, we, like we Spider-Man. Did. We, did go into, I... we did go into the multiverse. That's your Look, I, I did say... 20%. Okay. I'll give I'm not giving myself full credit yeah. here. I I don't <laughs> think I was I was way off whatever yeah. I said about I thought Buffy was going to make a wish, so I was off. Yeah. Um I I also wanted to bring up that we had uh one of our listeners on Discord brought up the fact that uh Charisma Carpenter was impaled when she was a kid in, a, yeah. in an accident in real inspired life. by true events. Yeah. So She's I'm a, sure that that wasn't traumatizing for her to relive it again. <laughs> I feel like she was too young. I feel like she was young enough. Just Joss Whedon yeah. being like, oh, you were impaled? You want me to write that into the script? That is the classic like writer's room talking to actor yeah. stuff. And you're like, huh, all right. <laughs> yeah, let's put that in. That's so funny, man. Um, all right, before we get into breaking down the episode, uh, quick plug for old Joey boy. Uh, I got a show at the Comedy Chateau in North Hollywood on July 29th at 7.30. Promo code JOEW, no spaces, all caps, for free tickets. And I also have a show that I'm hosting with the Booty Burlesque Troupe in Palmdale, uh, July 30th. I'm not quite sure what time, but follow Booty Burlesque. Because I'm a, actually a big part of that show. So... Is your booty you're interested, a part of that show? You'll just have to come to Palmdale to find out, everybody. Uh, so, yeah, follow follow me on Instagram at Joe Welke for show updates and follow Booty Burlesque for those 
show updates. And uh, those are all the plugs for me. You got anything? Did anybody check out RRR on Netflix yet, you think? I don't know. I haven't heard anything. No one's DM me. Yeah. I haven't no, had time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'll do it. Yeah. It's great. It's great. All it's right. it's such an over the top, crazy movie. I mean, I love shit like that. It's so I mean, over the top. Vance and I saw Jurassic World Dominion, and it's that's a very over the top movie, and I loved it. Vance hated it. <laughs> yeah, that movie could have been more over the top. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you got anything to plug here, Vance? No, no, I'm good. I'm ready to. I'm ready to talk about this uh, this episode because this could be a long one. We yeah, this is going to be a long this episode. Could be a long I feel like after got, we watched the episode. <laughs> Yeah, me and Vance were talking. We were like, oh, yeah, we're going to have <laughs> it's going to be a long one. <laughs> Watch this be like an hour. <laughs> All right, yeah, I know, right? It's going to be the shortest episode we've ever done, like 45 minutes. Most of it's me plugging my booty burlesque shows. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, let's hop on into the episode here. So it opens up with Buffy being choked out by a like a sea creature demon in the middle of the day. It looked like a creature from the deep. Yeah, I was so she's surprised just, it was daytime actually it was like bright daytime and she's like getting pinned up against a tree and this demon's got her right by the neck he's like choke slamming her like he's the big show uh and he's just like got her pressed up against there and she's like hey somebody help me help me and willow's like oh god buffy oh no what are we gonna do what's happening and buffy's like um get the knife get the knife (laughs) and willow's like all right, yeah, here. <laughs> she misunderstands her at first. Well, because she's she's, she, like, she's being choked, so she can't say knife. And she's like, "What kills?" She's like looking through all the weapons, like what kills demons. And she's just like, "Nah, nah." Yeah. Um, so Willow eventually gives her the knife, and Buffy stabs it in the chest. And there's a great moment here when the demon has been vanquished, and Buffy and Willow are just kind of standing there looking at it, and they're like, "Oh, I guess this one isn't gonna turn into dust." I guess we just have to bury this guy. <laughs> well, they they bring up the burial thing, which I think is a a way to like say, oh, what happened to all these bodies that we see them like kill? I think yeah. this is a a line that just explains away like why you don't see demons lying around. Yeah, it was a pretty funny moment yeah. though, where it was just like, oh, I guess I gotta bury a demon now. Okay, whatever, we'll deal with that later. Uh, let's me, you, and Xander have a picnic real quick. <laughs> they just walk over to a picnic table, Buffy, Willow, and yeah. Xander, and they just like break out their brown bags and they're like, so what's going on in your life? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of talk of, oh, I'm trying to get Oz back. Oh, Cordelia won't talk to me. Oh, yeah. you know what it's like because you had Angel. Yeah. yeah, and Faith was supposed to be there, but she's a no-show. She's still in her feelings about uh, Buffy being kind of a butthole to her, I guess. And Buffy says, like, oh, good thing you guys were here. Slaying alone is, like, can be dangerous and stuff like that. And this made me think, is Buffy has Buffy lasted the longest of any Slayer that's ever lived? Yeah, right? Because I would think Slayers are, like, probably that's why they don't even care. It's like, you get a new Slayer every, like, three months. Yeah. These... Teenage girls are just expendable. Yeah, because if if she dies, a new one comes up. So it's not like yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And and it seems like she's been saved by because they most slayers don't have friends or people that help them. 
Yeah, it seems like they're like very isolated and they're all about their training and shit. Yeah, but it seems like here you definitely need to have like some sidekicks or else you don't get it done. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, like Vance said, uh, Willow's talking about how she's going to grovel for Oz's forgiveness. Uh, Xander is like, yeah, I mean, I kind of blame Oz and Cordelia for even catching us. Like they came into the room without even knocking, not making it sound like, I mean, come on. And then Buffy's like, are you really trying to blame them for you guys cheating on them? He's like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. (laughs) But as he's like, yeah, I really hope that Cordelia can forgive me. I've called her like 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, 120 times, uh, left her voicemails and everything. And then we cut to Cordelia in her room alone, uh, listening to those voicemails. And it's just like Xander be like, hey, Cordy, um, it's me, Xander, uh, calling you again. Uh, hope that you're doing well. Please call me back. And while she's listening to this, She's taking every picture of her with the gang mm-hmm. and cutting everyone out of the pictures. And when she cuts Xander out of the picture, she also cuts his head off, <laughs> puts <laughs> puts the remnants of these pictures into a bowl mm-hmm. and lights it on fire. <laughs> and it was like, wow, this is getting dark. Like nice little effigy yeah, moment there. This is this is nineties uh teenage shows. There was a lot of cutting up photos. You can't do that nowadays. Did you think that she was, like, trying to cast a spell? Because that's what I thought at first. No, not there. Okay. I don't think Cordelia is getting into witchcraft. No. Yeah. Not yet, anyway. Um, but, yeah, Cordelia's not taking this well. The cutting Xander's head off of that, that was a nice little touch that I enjoyed. Um, so she's in her feels. And then we get the opening song. And then it's Willow at school, and she's waiting around for Oz. And she's runs into Buffy and and Willow's like, have you seen Oz? I haven't seen him yet. He, he's usually here. I'm going to wait by his locker. And Buffy's like, no, I haven't seen Oz. But I heard something about Cordelia. Uh, apparently she was feeling like really badass or something. Like somebody saw her last night and they were Amy saying that she was her. acting Amy different. Oh, Amy the witch saw her and she was acting different. And then we get a cut to... Cordelia pulling up in her little convertible, gets out, and the music that's playing right now is like, (laughs) leg out. She's in like a maroon snakeskin skirt, maroon snakeskin leather jacket or whatever, and a maroon, and she looks good my i wrote damn girl in my notes yeah <laughs> like yeah geez, like that is not a teenager in school no that it's is like, a vixen outfit i yeah. mean if we have a this is i feel like i don't do too many of these but this is a positive joe's fashion corner moment oh, yeah she looked amazing yeah she looked she looked so good to the point where the stuff that happens later doesn't make any sense. And Xander should yeah. be like, he should look at Willow and look at that and be like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the music was perfect. Yeah. Like, cheesy, like, uh, kind of like blues, mm-hmm. rock kind of stuff. And Cordelia walks up to, to school. And it's just like kind of when Xander got dumped. Mm-hmm. Everyone that she passes is like, psst, 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 look at what a loser. 
loser. Psst, psst, psst. Oh my God, Xander cheated on her. Psst, 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 psst. Like talking about her. I wanted to say that. Laughing. I was going to bring this up later, but how did the news of Xander cheating on her get out? Yeah, I don't know who told. It would have only person that could have told would have been Oz. Well, maybe because they heard that she fell and was impaled. Why would you go? Oh, she fell and was impaled. But oh my god, and Xander dumped her. Like, yeah. how would that news even travel? And why would you even care that she got impaled? People die in the school every week. <laughs> I feel like the only person that would have told, because I feel like Xander wouldn't want this to come out. Yeah, I don't think Willow would want to say anything. Willow wouldn't want it, and I don't even think Oz necessarily cares enough. Oz wouldn't. Oz doesn't talk to anybody else. I feel like if anyone told, it would have been Cordelia. Yeah. Like, she would have told anyone that came. She was like, yeah, well, I was just fucking talking to Xander Harris, that loser for cheating on me. Yeah, but, like, why would she do that? Nah, I don't yeah. know. Because she seems like she would be embarrassed about it. Yeah. But everyone's, you know, laughing at her. Like, oh, my God, look at her. She got cheated on by Xander. What a loser. <laughs> Who, again, Xander is a good-looking dude. <laughs> So, but at this point, Xandra has now trumped her in popularity. Like, you got dumped by Xandra. Like, I guess yeah. they're saying you got dumped by a loser guy. But so that no makes one's... you even less of a person. <laughs> yeah, but no one's, like, shitting on Xander like, you idiot. Yeah, right? Dude, everyone should be shitting on Xander. I mean, especially, like you said, with this outfit. Yeah, school of hierarchies, though, man. Whew. But uh, so she's walking around and everyone's laughing at her. And then her old posse shows up mm-hmm. with Harmony and the other... Uh, I looked at the cast list on this, and at a certain point, they're listed as the Cordettes. I don't know if you, we talked about this before, mm. yes, but that's so funny. What did we call them before? Uh, no, we didn't. I don't think we had a name for them before, but yeah. Well, they're the Cordettes from now on because that's what their official title yeah. is, and I think that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Great on whoever cast that. Especially since she's not in charge of them anymore. They still go by that. Like, yeah, I know. They, they should be called the, the Harmonettes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they show up and they're like, oh, my God, Cordelia, you look amazing. Also, I'm so sorry to hear what happened for you. And Cordelia's like, yeah, you know, I can't believe that that happened. Like, Xander Harris, what was I thinking? What a loser. Uh, and they're like, well, you know what? Don't even worry about it. It's not a big deal. And you know what you need to do? You need to get back out there and you need to get back on the horse. And Cordelia's like, yeah, you're right. I do need to get back out there. And that's exactly what I'm planning on doing. I'm going to get out there and date. And then Harmony's like, and we've got the perfect guy for you. And she's like, really? Who is it? And then they like kind of turn open. And who are they setting her up with but our boy Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan's sitting on the stairs with like a burger and a big gulp from 7-Eleven, basically. And he's like slurping the lies like... <laughs> Specifically, he has a huge glug, is what it's called. <laughs> it's called a huge glug. And uh, for our international listeners, if you don't know, there's a 7 Eleven is like a convenience store and they sell these giant sodas called Big Gulps. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of calling it a Big Gulp, they call it a huge glug here, which yeah. is great. And he just looks so pathetic. Oh, it's so funny, man. He looks so sad. But they, they don't actually want to set. They just do this as a joke. Yeah. And they all immediately start laughing at her. And they're like, well, this guy won't cheat on you at least for a little while, loser. Yeah. And then they all walk away laughing. And Cordelia just feels 
absolutely terrible. Did you think she should have started dating Jonathan right there? <laughs> no. no. Poor Jonathan. Just a, I know. Just just catching strays right there, man. Just catching strays. Literally yeah. just the butt of a joke yeah. for no reason. He's just minding his own business with his huge glug and yeah. his burger. Yep. From probably a fucking burger royalty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So then we cut to Willow and Willow is like waiting by Oz's locker and Oz finally shows up and she runs up to Oz and she's like, hey, Oz, hey, how are you? How are you doing? Uh, how, hey, how are you? Uh, um, I was wondering if uh, maybe we, we could maybe talk because I feel really bad about what happened. And Oz just kind of looks at her and he's like, look, dude, I told you um, I need some time to really think about everything. And see where I'm at with this. And Willow's like, but are you sure you really need time? Or do you want to talk right now? And Oz is like, I told you what I need. And I told you I need time. And I think that the only reason you want to talk right now is because you feel bad. And honestly, that's not my problem. And he walks away. Coldest player in the game. He's 100% accurate. It is not his job to make her feel better about what she did. Yes, dude. And I, I loved it. I mean, Oz just sometimes just comes in, drops a, drops some real knowledgeable info, and then he's out. Yeah, I mean, that was just such a great, you know, you're only doing this because you feel bad and you want to make yourself feel better, but that's not my problem. I was like, damn, Oz. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, I mean, accurate. Love it. 100% accurate. And he is accurate, yeah. Um, so then we get more scenes of people laughing at Cordelia. She's walking down. Dude, I don't know if you... Oh, no, this is later on. I'll, I'll bring it up later. But more people are laughing at Cordelia. She sees Xander from across the hall, and he sees her. And they're kind of, like, facing each other. And they have a moment of, like, ah, ah, uh, uh, this is awkward. So then Cordelia grabs this nearby gentleman named John Lee. And she kind of makes it want to look like she's making out with him. And she grabs him, puts him in front of her between her and Xander and she's like John Lee does it look like I have anything in my teeth and then she smiles really big and then starts like feigning like she's making out with him so Xander thinks that she's making out with him yeah which is a thing that I've never ever seen in my life and I thought it was incredibly clever I did too I thought this was a genius play (laughs) like yeah it's like a social like like a social disguise that I've never yeah I've never seen that like it's, it's a social disguise and like an optical illusion yeah. too. I was like, <laughs> like, this is fucking incredible. For Cordelia to come up with that on the fly too is like really clever. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, um, we forgot to mention with the Cordettes, there's a new girl named Anya that's yes. a part of it. Yes. And Anya, obviously, she's like, oh, is that a Prada bag? And yada, yada. Yeah. So Anya's yeah. like, Cordelia's uh, like, oh, thanks. I'm surprised that anyone would recognize her. Prada bag yeah. here in stupid Sunnydale. See, like when Anya showed up and then when we saw John Lee, I'm like, how are these two going to die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, anytime a new character gets a name, they're dead. Uh, they, they survived. Uh, John Lee, Scott stole around. Scott Hope yeah. stole around somewhere. So Xander does see this like fake make out and he's sad and he kind of slinks away. John Lee basically is like, I don't know what you're trying to pull here, but uh, 
I got moved down from first stringer to second stringer. And, you know, that kind of took a hit to my popularity in the popularity rankings. And uh, if I'm seen with Xander Harris's cast off right now in public, that would do so much worse for me. So I can't really be seen with you. And Cordy's like, what? And he's like, but if you want to like do stuff in private, hit me up. And he just walks away. Yeah. Cordelia's whole world is shattered. Yeah, I, I uh, think John Lee could pull off hooking up with Cordelia, and 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 his uh his status, you know, not being fully ruined. I think he could pull yeah. it off. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think his help. coolness would trump her loserness and bring her back up. There you go. Yeah. Okay, there we right. go. <laughs> the politics of high school dating. <laughs> so then Cordelia starts walking down the hallway and our girl that we just mentioned uh, that we forgot to mention, Anya, comes up from around the corner. And it wasn't this scene specifically. I don't know if you saw this, but there's an extra in the background who is waiting for her cue to start walking. <laughs> <laughs> and you can clearly see her just standing there waiting and then Anya turns the corner and then Cordelia and Anya start walking down the hallway and then you see the extra in the background like nod her head and start walking <laughs> <laughs> that definitely might be a, a remaster thing where she's supposed to be like out of frame you know, Dude, something. I don't it, know. Was, it was so because she's like right in the center of the oh, frame though like oh. there's no way that this is a remaster okay. thing like it was just a funny kind of slip up by an extra which was very funny yeah. to see but it's basically like Anya's talking to cordelia and they're talking about you know major fashion stuff and cordelia's like is that gucci and anya's like no i got it a long time ago and cordelia's she's like, talking about her oh. necklace that she has. oh yeah, yeah 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 and so uh anya's basically trying to be friends with cordelia and she's like look i know what you're going through it's probably pretty rough and Cordelia's like, yeah, this sucks. You know, it's taking a big hit to my popularity. And then Anya is like, don't you wish that Xander would like suffer a little bit? And Cordelia's like, no, I'm moving past it. I'm going to show like I'm strong on my own. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's amazing anti-improv, like not yes ending. Yeah. No budding. Anya's <laughs> like, so, don't you wish? Don't you wish? Yeah, was, don't you wish? Dude, as soon as I heard that and then Cordelia said no, I was like, I hope the whole episode is like, I wish the whole, here, I wish that the whole episode was this girl trying to tempt Cordelia and Cordelia just not taking the bait ever. It's just a montage <laughs> of her asking people like, don't you wish? You're like, mm, no, actually, I do like that. I'm, I'm happy with this uh, huge chuck, huge glug. I don't yeah. want a bigger soda. But it's, it's like so obvious and apparent that she's like, don't you wish? Like, wink, wink, yeah. wink. Cordelia's like, nah, I'm good. She's like holding the <laughs> necklace to her face, like wish on it. Yeah. yeah. So after that, we, after Cordelia's like, no, I'm going to make him feel bad. I'm just going to make him jealous because I'm going to like start being popular again. Cut to like Cordelia at the bronze and she's just laughing hysterically with this group of people that seem like they're popular. And she is looking back at Xander, who's sitting on a couch with Buffy and Willow. And she's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. I'm having such a good time with all these cool, hot, popular people. Look at you, you loser. Ha, 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 ha. And then it like zooms over to where Xander is. And Xander's trying to play the same game. Mm -hmm. But Buffy and Willow are not playing along. 
and they could not be squeezed into the smallest love seat ever. It's like it's a two person seat that three of them squeezed in. Yeah, and Xander is like really hamming it up too. He's like trying hard, and then eventually he's like, you know, if you're gonna like help me with this, you guys gotta play along eventually. And then Buffy's like, um. I don't really think it's on us to play along considering what you did was fucked up. Like, why are we going to try and make Cordelia feel bad when it was you who was the one that cheated on her? And Xander's like, all right, fine, point taken, shit. <laughs> um, and then they all like kind of give themselves a pep talk and they're like, you know what? Sure, we're all loverless right now. Okay, Xander, you're missing Cordelia. You fucked up. Willow, you're missing Oz. You fucked up. Buffy, you're missing Angel, who turned into a murderous vampire and you had to kill and send to hell. You kind of fucked up (laughs) by not telling everybody that he's back. But you know what? From this moment on, we're going to be positive. We're going to grab life by the horns and we're going to take control. And then they just sit there for like a hot second. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, that didn't work at all. I still feel terrible. (laughs) Um. And then Buffy's like, you know what? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go uh, get some coffee or whatever. I forget what she wanted to get. Yeah, I forget why she gets up to leave. Yeah, but she gets up, and Willow and Xander are left there alone, and and they're kind of commiserating about like, man, why can't shit be like they used to, you know? And then Xander kind of like touches Willow's knee, and Willow's like, Xander, you got to keep your hands to yourself. And he's like, what? We always used to do that. Like we were, this is like a friend touch. Like we, we yeah. have done this for years. We used to have thumb orgies all the time. Yeah. Thumb orgasms, like finger touch orgasms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Willow's then like, you know, dude, you know, maybe things are changing. And if I'm going to try and make things right with Oz, I can't be fucking canoodling around with you and doing what we used to. And Xander's like, well, son of a bitch. <laughs> I guess everything in this town's changing. <laughs> Well, there's some uh, great lines in this. One, uh, Xander says, tears of a clown baby, referring to uh, <laughs> referring to uh, Cordelia joking yeah. around. And then it's weird that Oz and uh, th- that Willow really wants to get back with Oz. And he yeah. really wants to like, I don't know if Xander wants to get back with Cordelia or if he wants to just like make amends. It's really hard to tell, but Willow wants to be back with Oz. Like, she realizes, like, she loves him more than anything, which is crazy, considering her and Xander's thing wasn't, like, a one-time kiss. Like, they've been, like, hooking up for, like, a little bit. Well, there was that moment at the beginning of season two where they're doing the ice cream on the nose stuff. Yeah, but Oz wasn't around. I'm saying, I'm talking about, like, since she's been with Oz. Um, Yeah. And she has a line that is called back later when she says all my stuff for is for him only when she's mm-hmm. talking about Oz and like I, I can't I forget what she says to set it up but she's like all my stuff is for him only which is like a very <laughs> I don't know man they really go at it sexualizing like not even like sexualizing Willow but like making her seem like just body parts <laughs> like just <laughs> like even like last episode when he's like yeah you do yeah. And like, this is like all my stuff is for Oz. And she's obviously talking about like her virginity. Yeah. I was going to say, do you think that they're like leading up to her lost virginity in this season? I don't know. I mean, maybe. I feel creepy talking about this. 
<laughs> for this 20 something yeah. year old person the 20 yeah, something year old actress like do you think she's gonna lose her virginity in this season i feel icky saying that <laughs> but it seems like that's what they're like it'll be ickier towards. if you were like i can't wait for it <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they uh, but they said that line sets up something later um which i'll bring yeah. up yeah so since Buffy got up, she's like waiting for her coffee or whatever. She sees Cordelia start walking outside. And then Buffy. Cordelia gets up and she looks like she's going to the bathroom or something. And she's yeah. holding her like wound area. Yeah. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I forgot she was just impaled. Yeah, me too. I completely forgot because she's not played it up at all until this scene. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh yeah. So yeah. she's like holding her stomach wound area and then she just kind of like walks outside and Buffy's eyeing her and she's looking like huh she walks over and she takes so I didn't know if this was her jacket or not but she just walks up to a random pile of clothes and just takes a hoodie and I was like is that hers like did she just steal a hoodie <laughs> the bronze has a really good uh, a really lax coat check you know yeah so she follows Cordelia outside and She's like, hey, Cordelia. And Cordelia turns around and she's like, what? What do you want? Did Xander come and tell you to grovel for me? Because I'm not having it. And Buffy's like, no, Xander didn't. I'm just here of my own will. I just want to know if you're doing all right. Are you okay? Cordelia's like, yeah, never better. And she starts to continue walking. And then Buffy's like, dude, you don't need to act like that around me. You don't need to act like this, okay? I know what you're going through. Like, I had a hard time with my breakup slash murder of my boyfriend lover. <laughs> uh, you can talk to me if you need to talk. And Cordelia's like, why would I want to fucking talk to you? And just as they're starting to have this conversation, a vampire jumps from, I have no idea where. <laughs> just off screen, like literally just off screen jumps in the frame. But he jumps from above. Yeah, and the I, only thing that is above is like a three story high building. Here, here, this is my thought soon as Cordelia walked out of the bronze. Hasn't, haven't people learned not to walk out of the bronze alone? Especially Cordelia. Because like, she knows what's up. This hallway we have seen, this like little alleyway, we have seen so many vampire attacks. Yes. Like if, and Cordelia specifically has been a part of them. Yeah. Bronze back left. If the bronze is on your left when you're looking at it and you're in that alleyway, a vampire is going to attack you. It's just... <laughs> It's just like, I don't need, that's why I was always shocked that they go to the bronze and just casually yeah. go there. Yeah, I mean, it's so ridiculous, yeah. dude. But this vampire just comes from out of nowhere, starts attacking Cordelia. Mm -hmm. Buffy saves Cordelia, starts fighting the vampire, um, pushes the vampire, and it knocks into Cordelia. Cordelia fa falls into a gigantic pile of trash <laughs> and is just like, ah, just yeah. kind of laying there. Buffy beats it up some more and then kicks it and the vampire flings into Cordelia again, I think, right? Is it more yeah, than no. once? No, she, once oh, she, she falls once? over, it's done. Okay. Well, Buffy fighting the vampire stakes it pretty, pretty quickly. And Cordelia is sitting there and she's just covered in like banana peels and shit. And just <laughs> loose trash. She's got like a receipt in her hair. TV show <laughs> trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She stands up and she's like, great. Did, did I uh, let you know that I hate you yet? Yeah. And then, which is, 
this is really forced because yeah. Buffy just saved her life. Absolutely. So it's one of those things. I, I I think in this episode, her blaming Buffy for stuff is a little bit of a reach. But yeah, yeah. absolutely. But so as she's like pissed off at Buffy, the Cordettes start walking up. Buffy chucks her steak off to the side. She's like, whoop, nothing to see here. The Cordettes come up, see Cordelia covered in trash. And they're like, nice outfit. Uh, it suits you because you're garbage. <laughs> and they just like walk away laughing. And Cordelia like looks at Buffy and she's like, this is my life now. <laughs> this is where I am. I didn't, didn't realize Xander was like holding you together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so bad. And so she's blaming Buffy for all of her troubles. And it's like none of this would have happened if it weren't for you. And then it's a quick cut to mm -hmm. the next day, mm -hmm. Cordelia talking to Anya about this. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Buffy's just the fucking worst. And ever since she's come here, you know, I would have never dated Xander unless she started hanging out with Xander because Xander hanging out with her made him marginally cooler. I would have never gotten into any of this crazy shit that I'm involved with. And then Anya kind of turns to her and she's like, don't you wish that? And Cordelia's like, you know what? I, well, first, Anya is like, here, I feel like you need my lucky necklace here more than I do. So here, you take my lucky necklace because you've been going through it. And Cordelia's like, oh, thanks. And then this is when Anya's like, don't you wish that things were different and Xander was like being tortured and blah, blah, blah. And Cordelia's like, you know what? You know what I wish? I wish Buffy never came to Sunnydale and Anya does like a spin around and now she's a demon and she goes, done. <laughs> and then <laughs> Cordelia looks at her like, ah! and then white flash. And now we're in an alternate reality. Now, her saying, her, like, taking this out on Buffy is such a stretch from, like, all the complaining about Xander, right? Yeah. But uh, it's a great what-if premise. Yes, absolutely. Another thing that just I just thought of when you brought it up, what would have happened if she made the wish earlier and wasn't wearing the necklace? I feel like Anya would have fucking done something. Do you Do you have to have the necklace when you make the wish? I don't think so. Because I know why they give I it guess to not. her. I know they need her to have it for the whole rest of the story to pan out. But yeah. the earlier wish, she did not give her the necklace. She was just like, do you wish? Yeah. Would she have been like, here, put this on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you wait. oh, hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Gives her the necklace. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just need you to get the sign right here. Just. <laughs> <laughs> but we now know that Anya is not a regular person. She is a demon named Anyanka. And she has just granted Cordelia's wish that Buffy has never been to Sunnydale or never came to Sunnydale. Mm -hmm. And Cordelia looks around and she's like, Anya, where did you go? She's looking around. The whole school is like abandoned. There's like tumbleweeds blowing by. There's like newspapers walk, like crumpled up all over the place. It looks like a dump. But she's still at school and she's like, oh, my God, I think that wish just came true. This is fucking awesome. And then she's like skips into school. She's like, this is great. Buffy's 
Buffy's out of my life. Yeah, she says something about like, wow, she she granted the wish. Like she's a demon face, but like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's something like so cheerful. Yeah. So then she goes into school and I loved the little details that I saw when she's walking through the school because as she's walking down the hallway to meet up with her posse, Mm -hmm. there are crosses and garlic hanging from like every locker. There is a poster that says like, do not be out past curfew. Curfew is at eight. And it's like Cordelia walks past and doesn't like notice any of this. No. She goes up to her posse and the posse is like, oh, hey, what's up, Cordelia? Love this dress. Very bold and daring to be wearing that right now. And Cordelia's like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's a pretty good dress. Looks good on me. And the posse's like, oh, okay, cool. No worries. Um, let's go to class. And then we get a cut to like inside the classroom. The teacher is like panicking like crazy. He's like, okay, everyone. This is fantastic. Great. Great day of school here. All right, everybody, let's leave. And don't forget to get home as quickly as possible. I'm going to go home right now. Curfew is in an hour. All right. So everyone stay safe. Watch your backs. See ya. And he just runs out the classroom. Well, he says there's a monthly memorial. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget for the monthly memorial. (laughs) Which is amazing because they still need a monthly memorial anyway. Absolutely, they do. It probably won't be as many people, but still. And they call her outfit a come bite me outfit. Well, that's in this scene. This scene. Okay. Yeah. Which is very, which is very, um, I don't know another term besides like slut shaming. But like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like saying. Well, it's like they're playing off the like, uh, you know, you look at what she's wearing. Like she wanted it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting that they have that like angle for vampires. But so Cordelia is with her posse and they're leaving class and she's like, so what are we up to tonight, gals? What are we doing? And they're like, nothing. We're going home. And Cordelia's like, no, come on. Fuck that. Fuck going home. Let's go out. Let's go to the bronze. And Harmony turns around. She's like, are you joking right now? And Cordelia's like, no, what? Why? Also, I hit my head yesterday. I'm not really thinking funny. Can you remind me and like tell me what's going on? And then so this is where Harmony kind of like, uh dresses her down and she's like you've been acting like really weird like you are talking about like going to the bronze as if you don't know what's going on at the bronze you're wearing this come bite me dress just asking for it just just asking asking for for it it. (laughs) and like i don't know what's up with you but you're acting like kind of an asshole and then cordelia's like well at least you know i may be an asshole but i'm not a loser uh, I'm not a loser like Xander, Harris, and Willow, right? And they're like, I mean, I guess. And she's like, what do you mean you guess? And she's like, Xander and Willow died. <laughs> <laughs> and that is exactly what would have happened if Buffy had never come to town. Cordelia would have been dead. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, she got saved on the stage in, like, the second episode. Yes. Um... But also, I forgot to mention that earlier in the scene, John Lee, the guy from earlier, he uh, is in the hallway with Cordelia and he asks her out to uh, like like a, a dance, but it's a brunch. It's like winter brunch. <laughs> He's like, you want to go to winter brunch? And she's like, what's up with this brunch bullshit? Like, what's this? But that was another thing that the girls yeah. call her out on. It's like, so 
she is like perplexed and at this point she has no idea she's like what xander and willow are dead why can't we go to the bronze why is there a curfew what and then she's walking around in the parking lot alone and very racistly asks like there's a manual labor like janitor guy and he and she's like where's my freaking car and he's like what and she's like um el caro where is it oh yeah. And the guy's like, I speak fucking English. Yeah. And don't you know that you're not allowed to drive? You're not allowed to be out right now. And you should get home as quickly as possible. Which are contradicting statements. <laughs> you're yeah. not allowed to drive, but you need to get home fast. Why aren't they allowed to drive? That's it. I was just about to ask that. I like, had no idea why they wouldn't be allowed to drive. Driving seems like the best thing you could do. Yeah. Like, get in your cars and drive home right away. It's like, no, no, just take a walk. Everyone yeah. has to have a walk home at sundown. Like, or like have a walk home buddy, or and like, like if anything, it would be everybody would be mandatorily on a bus that's like armed with crosses and like stake shooters, you know? Yeah. So she's like, I still don't get what's going on, and then she's just walking around alone at night, hearing people screaming. She sees a car that has its entire top half ripped off. She, they made her so oblivious. Dude, I literally wrote, how does she not put this together? She knows vampires exist, which other people don't. It'd be yeah. one thing if it was like some random girl. She's like, I wish Buffy was never around because Buffy yeah. like stole her boyfriend or something. Right. And yeah. then she's like, what's going on? And vampires yeah. take over. Then you can do this. But Cordelia has been through it all. Yeah, Cordelia's part of the gang. Yeah, she knows that, oh, yeah, Buffy kills vampires. Yes. I, yeah, it's weird. It, it I know they wanted so to long show it. to put it together. I know they wanted to show all this stuff, but they could show it without her being, like, completely clueless. Yeah. So she's walking around alone at night, and she runs into Xander, who is leathered out. He's got a leather jacket, leather pants. He's got a white uh, ribbed tank top on and i gotta say this xander looks cool as shit in this it is there's i have a question about this but i am happy that xander and willow get to be vampires for, yes. for an episode yeah so xander's like oh hey what's up cordelia and she's like xander what are you doing here i heard you died <laughs> just so harsh like what I, I thought you were dead i would have much preferred that reality like, what a she, fucking asshole she, she's been crying over this guy heard that he was dead and didn't flinch at all no she was just like cool yeah. <laughs> oh he's dead uh nice yeah but he's like yeah i mean i was dead but now i'm something different and cordelia's still not putting this together i know and she's like she's like what's up with your outfit what's up with the leather and he's like stuff's changed wink wink and she's like whatever dude and then so willow shows up and mm -hmm. willow is like gothed out mm -hmm. she's not in leather but she got like a corset and stuff like that and i gotta say this willow looks cool as hell too yep willow vampire looks dope dude yeah. i mean they look they look like they're doing a really good job of goth cosplaying yeah i mean they look great in this it's so, and it's so funny that angel is the least cool vampire when he's just as a reality or just i like guess when he's a reality. badass he's cool but when he's yeah. not a badass he's just 
a lame vampire. And they also dress him lame in this episode. Yeah. But uh, so Willow shows up and she's like, hey there, boyfriend. How are you? What is this? Is this something that we can play with? And she's like feeling up on Xander. And Xander's like, yeah, we can play with her. And Cordelia's like, oh, my God, I wish Buffy away. And even in this reality, you two were together. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. And I'd, still not putting it together. I don't know if exactly when this line comes up, but we get the the payoff of that setup line mm-hmm. where Xander goes, you have all the parts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is- no. <laughs> so yeah. they uh, they kiss. Yeah. Xander comes back around and now he's vampire face. And Cordelia's like, oh, my God, you guys are vampires. Starts running. And Willow says something like, ooh, this is my favorite part. And Xander turns around and goes, you love all the parts. No, he says, you have all the parts. Oh. That's the callback line. That's the callback of all my stuff is for him only. And now he's oh. like, you have all the parts. It's like, she's like, no, oh, I, I have it written down as you love all the parts. I had you have all the parts. Yeah, whatever. I think tomato, tomato. I think it, but it was a good line. It was creepy as fuck. But um, so then they start chasing down Cordelia and they eventually catch up with her. And then a van pulls up and Xander says, oh, great. The white hats are here. And who is in the van is Giles, Oz, Larry, who what? Larry is in this van. Mm-hmm. And who was the girl that like turned into a vampire? It's the same girl. Oh fuck, I forget her name. Uh I wrote it down somewhere, but she was in the earlier episode. She was in School Hard. She was the bad girl that Spike turns into a vampire. Do you remember? It was her and Buffy supposed to be doing oh, something. Was that her? I don't think that was her, was it? I'm pretty sure it was. It looks the same. Uh, but anyway, but anyway, it's those four. Giles leaps out of the van with a gigantic cross, starts showing it to Xander and Willow. And they're like, ah, no, crosses all of a sudden affect us. <laughs> this episode this has reality. a lot of crosses affecting stuff. I know. <laughs> I know. There's a moment later, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, in this reality, crosses affect vampires, apparently. Because in our regular reality, they don't do shit, apparently. But... Giles starts walking towards him. They rescue Cordelia. They put her in the van. And uh, Cordelia's also been knocked out or something. Like, she's she's kind of, like, out of it. Yeah, I don't know how she gets knocked out. Um, but Was somebody, yeah. like, choking her up against a wall? Were, were they, I don't know. She I gets know, knocked yeah. out. Um, but they rescue her. And I kind of like the idea of, like, this roving gang of regular people, like, out on the streets saving people like that and they're called the white hats or whatever yeah what i thought about that was um i was like oh this is what the other watchers must be doing Mm, okay because you would think we hear about vampires all over the world right yeah and apparently there's only one slayer and it's in sunnydale california (laughs) yeah so you would assume other watchers are like all right here's a team of people and we're hunting vampires well, yeah, because regular people can kill vampires. Yes, it's like, not we've that seen hard. it a billion times. It's not that hard. Yeah, especially a lot of these like low-level grunt vampires yeah. are just dumbasses. Like they're so easy to kill. Yeah, or if you just take a martial arts class because the yeah. training isn't anything. <laughs> yeah, 
Like the, it's like that plus a stake. Yeah. Put a cross no. on your bullets and shoot the vampires. Like, yeah. Get a get some jujitsu. Put them in a rear naked and just stab yeah. them. Yeah. It's not that hard. <laughs> I'm taking vampire so it's fucking stupid. What was that? What was our our thought? You should get a a cross tattooed on inside your palm so you can just slap oh them. Yeah, yeah yeah I think they, I think that's what we pitched earlier. There's so many yeah. different ways. There's so many ways you could protect yourself if yeah. they let the knowledge out that vampires exist. Well, in this world, it is knowledgeable because, like, I mean, I don't know why. I mean, they they do have crosses and garlic all over the school. Yeah. Everyone seems to have crosses on their necks and stuff. They just decided to live with it. There's no like fight back. It seems. It seems like there's yeah. like yeah. So they take Cordelia back to the library, and then we uh, then we get a cut to the bronze. And the bronze now is just a vampire club, yeah. which it is in the other reality, but <laughs> <laughs> even more so in this reality. Yeah. And they're playing like this dark house music. Mm-hmm. And it's like Xander and Cordelia, Xander and Willow show up at the bronze and they're walking around arm in arm. They got a dude, like a regular guy locked in a cage and there's vampires just kind of surrounding him like, oh, we're going to eat you. They got a guy tied to the pool table and they're like, oh, we're going to eat you too, buddy. Um, And then they go into the back room and the master is there. Yes. Mark Metcalf. Now, this is because before I had a question of like, Mm -hmm. all right, Buffy's not there, but like what vampires fully have taken over. And then the reveal of the master was like, oh, yes. Without her, they don't kill the master, and the master's whole plan was to take fully take over. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, okay, I did like that reveal. Yep. It it was kind of spoiled because at the beginning of the episode, you see guest starring Mark Metcalf, and like you know, we uh, know who Mark Metcalf is. And I was I, like, oh, the master's <laughs> still here. Oh, what I, the hell is happening now? I, I did not recognize that name, but I definitely recognized uh, Larry's name in the credits, yeah, yeah, so I yeah. knew he was showing up. So Mark Metcalf is just like chilling in the bronze just in the back room and he's sitting on his throat he's all cross-legged and living high on the hog you know and xander and willow show up and oh we forgot to mention this too at a certain point uh while xander and willow are attacking cordelia she's like we need to get buffy i need to call buffy Mm -hmm. buffy needs to be here and xander's like buffy the slayer and kind of like scoffs at Mm -hmm. her and uh so Xander and Willow are now talking to the master and they're like, we uh, we almost killed this lady, but she mentioned a girl named Buffy who is the slayer. Uh, and it was kind of concerning. And the master's like, you're damn right that's concerning. You absolutely need to go out and kill this girl. Because if she's talking about the slayer, she knows about the slayer and we need to take her out before she contacts her and like gets her over here. Yeah, And, and this- so they're like, all right. And it's this thing because he's like, because the warehouse is starting, the factory is about to start up or something, right? It's yeah. Just, it's just he starts dropping that. Um, so then Willow is like, well, did you feed on her? And they're like, no, we didn't get to kill her. And he's like, what? You didn't kill her? And then Willow's like, well, I am still kind of hungry. And the master has a woman there. Mm-hmm. And he like grabs her by the hair. And he's like, you can eat this lady. Uh Every time I try to eat her, she's looking at me and she's staring and it just makes me feel weird. <laughs> he just like tosses <laughs> this girl to Willow. <laughs> and Willow feeds on her, so Willow's full bad. 
And he also, the master is also like, I guess kind of bored with killing people at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, he wants, he's got bigger plans. Yeah. Yeah. So they order, uh, he orders Xander and Willow to kill Cordelia before Buffy can arrive. So then Cordelia wakes up in the library and Giles is there with Oz and Larry and the other girl. And she wakes up. And she's like, Giles, you're here. This is crazy. Um, you need to get Buffy. You need to get Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And he's like, Buffy? How do you know about Buffy? And he, she's like, no, Buffy, I, I made a mistake. I wished her away and she needs to be here. And Giles is like, what are you talking about? And then Cordelia brings up a very interesting point that I really liked. And she's like, wait a minute, Giles, why are you here? Because Buffy's not here and you're a watcher. And Giles is like, how the fuck do you know I'm a watcher and how do you know what a watcher is? And she's like, look, okay, I know shit. (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, why is Giles there, you know? Well, Giles. Because he wasn't there before the first episode. Yeah, he was. She comes into the library and he's there. He's already working there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then never mind. I take it back. (laughs) No, yeah, like he says she never came. Like, okay, okay, he, okay. Like he's there because Buffy's supposed to come to Sunnydale. That's why he took the job at the library. But she All never right. showed up. Yeah. So that was a nice little wrinkle, though, I thought. Uh, I mean, like, why, why are you here, Giles? I mean, it's. I just think her. I think that line is just there for her to say that she, he's a watcher so that he knows that she's not completely crazy. Um, yeah. And I do like that Giles is not in his usual outfit. He's in a sweater. Um, and yeah, he's, he's kind of. Like a, a, and he's not clean shaven either. No, yeah. he's he's got some stubble. He's in like a sweatshirt, and he's but he still has yeah. like an overcoat, like a like a blazer on. Does he? I don't think he does. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, okay. He has like a tweed blazer on, uh, at least when he's outside. I thought he just had the sweater, the sweatshirt, or sweater on. No, he's definitely got a blazer on. I don't think he does. I bet you five dollars. All right, five dollar bet. Okay. Um. So. Oz and Larry have left at this point. They they're out to like do something. I forget what they're they're trying to do, but it's just Giles and Cordelia, and then sneak attack. Giles goes in the library jail to get something, and then Willow shows up, yeah. locks him in library jail, and she's like, "Oops, you're in a cage now." And Xander grabs Cordelia from behind, and. How did they get in without anyone noticing? Um, Because there is a long, long way from library jail to the door. You know what I mean? Like once you enter the library, it's a like 15 step walk till you get to library jail. Vampires, this library. Apparently the whole school has security and stuff Mm -hmm. in it, except for the library. Again, the library, they refuse to make yeah, a vampire there's crosses and garlic all over the school and the, willow and xander can still show up the library is the chill. one place they're like oh we'll just make this uh vampire friendly yeah. yeah so they lock him in there and xander says something like oh i overheard that you're a watcher huh like you were supposed to be watching the slayer right well if you're a watcher watch this and just fucking chomps down on cordelia's neck and then willow walks over chomps down on cordelia's neck and then we have like a pan around them just feasting on cordelia until cordelia is dead did you think they were gonna turn her here 
I th- didn't think that she was going to die, but that yeah. that's it. Yeah. She's dead now. <laughs> yeah. She just straight up died. I thought they in were going to own... turn her, but like, because I didn't think she was going to die in what has been a Cordelia story. Exactly. That's why I was like, she just died in her own fucking dream world. Like, that's it. She's done. <laughs> she lasted less than a day. And they're like, oh, yeah, we forgot. This is a Buffy show. We need to bring Buffy back. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it was crazy they then they just like ploppered lifeless corpse on the ground yeah and they're like see you giles and they just walk out it's like jesus this is cold and then giles grabs an axe and he starts hammering away at library jail's door eventually breaks out uh and then he runs over he's like cordelia oh my god she's dead oz and larry show back up and oh this is where i wrote her name down they tell giles that nancy uh has been killed while they're out like patrolling or whatever. Yeah, that's the reason I didn't like go back and try to look up who it was because I was like, oh, who's this? Who's this uh, girl in the group? Because I don't think I recognize her. And then she's just dead off screen. Yeah, <laughs> I was Nancy like, well, got murked. I was like, why did they even have her? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and in case you thought that maybe Cordelia got turned here or she wasn't dead, uh, they put that thought process to bed because Giles is like, well, Cordelia's dead. Uh, take her to the incinerator. I was like, Jesus, they have an incinerator at school? See, I, they're talking like in this episode, they're trying to explain where these like bodies go, like all these yeah. demons. Like when we were like, oh, what did they do with those bodies in the school? I think they keep taking them to the, I don't think the incinerators and in, the school could have one. I think in the earlier episodes we saw oh in the, when they go to that like funeral home yeah i think they just go to the funeral home and slide them a couple bucks and say here you go yeah that from that episode with owen yeah um, um and uh nancy is not from anything this is our only episode oh she's not this is just this is just oh okay well yeah. then i was wrong yeah um so they st- they put cordelia on like a stretcher and they're starting to carry her out and then giles is like hey hold on a second hold on hold on, hold on. let me Take this necklace. That looks familiar to me. I'm going to grab that really quick. <laughs> let, me, let me snatch Just that chain. steals from the dead. <laughs> I'm going to snatch that chain real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so he just like rips it off of her body. He's like, all right, go burn her. <laughs> They're like, okay. They, they, they go to drag her out of the library. Like, it's no, no reporting to the parents. Yeah. Like, they make it seem like vampire. Remember they say it's like hard to turn into a vampire. Like, yeah, you have to, like, do a whole process. They have to let you drink your blood. They're very choosy. Mm-hmm. She should not just come back to life as a vampire then. So I don't know yeah. why they have to, like, burn her body. <laughs> I have no idea, but I guess that's just what they're doing. Uh, he's just like, send a letter to whoever she is. and then, uh, <laughs> You know what? I would assume that they do have an incinerator at the school because, like, they would have to go all the way across town at night they to the take van. her to the incinerator. Yeah, I guess that's true. The cross van. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, Cordelia's dead. That's it for her in this uh, dream fantasy world. Yeah. So we got a whole that new... she wished for. Yeah, we got a whole new episode starting. Yep. Yep. So then Xander and Willow go back to the bronze and they tell the master and they're like, yeah, you know, that lady that uh, was talking about the slayer. We just killed her. She's dead. Don't worry about it anymore. Really efficient. Like, yeah. And this is a point I wanted to bring up. I love that Willow and Xander are vampires right now. But Mm -hmm. if Buffy never showed up, 
we would still have Darla and the other guy as the yeah. master's henchman. Like yeah, Darla yeah, would yeah. still be alive. Where's Darla? Where's, where's the guy Darla? that was the guy that threatened Cordelia on stage? Where's the judge? <laughs> well, the judge wouldn't have come yet. Spike know, wouldn't show up. Yeah, but I'm just saying Darla should be there. That's true. But I do like that they have Willow and Xander. I don't know why they would be the number two henchmen in this fantasy, but sure. Yeah, they're like high up on the chain. They're like right below the master. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they make mention later on that like Xander and Willow are like two of the most vicious vampires in Sunnydale right yeah, now. And they've been vampires for six months. Yeah. Tops. Two years. <laughs> but anyway. So the master's like, oh, that's so awesome i'm so happy about that you guys are like my favorite people and then willow's like does that mean i get to go play with the puppy now and the master's like you know what sure you deserve it you can go play with the puppy and willow's like yay so then we cut to a scene of giles on the phone with another watcher and he's like hey we have some problems here. I have a necklace. A girl showed up and she was talking about a slayer uh, and how we need to have a slayer here. What's the deal with this? And then you don't hear anything on the other side. And he's like, yeah, I know that you're all the way in Cleveland, but I want you. I mean, I think you should know that Sunnydale was on top of a hell mouth in case that means anything to you. And then he's like, <laughs> He's like, oh, all right. I mean, tell her if she wants to come. Like, whatever. We got some crazy shit going on here. Just hangs up the phone. It's funny. It's like the phones. Like, for this to logically work, where Buffy never came to Sunnydale, mm-hmm. but everything got taken over, it's no way the Watchers would not have sent her to Sunnydale when a town is taken over by vampires. Yeah. And the Master's there. So they need a better excuse for why she isn't there. Yeah, she's in Cleveland. Like, why would she be in Cleveland? Even when she... Spoiler shows up. She's like, "Yeah, why wasn't I told about this beforehand?" <laughs> and it's like we have to have some reason why she wouldn't have heard about this if she's still going to be in the world. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is number one. Like Giles said, it is a hell mouth, which the other watcher <laughs> seems to not care about at all. They're like, "Yeah, who gives a fuck? There's stuff going on in Cleveland. Yeah. I want to see what is going on in Cleveland." <laughs> you know, it's like nothing. It's yeah, it's just, it's just regular Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> So then we go back to Willow, who is now walking downstairs to torture the puppy. And it's a, a man chained up in the in a basement in a cage. And she's like, ooh, I, I was told that I get to torture you today, little puppy. And she opens the cage. She walks in. She's got all these torture devices. She's like, what should I torture you with today? And the big reveal is that the puppy is Angel. And uh, she is lighting matches she rips open his shirt and he's got a bunch of like welts and burn marks all over him so he is just all kinds of fucked up i figured those would heal themselves right <laughs> but yeah sure and i guess it's weird vampires seem to heal but also have permanent scars i mean spike was in a wheelchair for like nine months <laughs> you forgot about that <laughs> yeah (laughs) and he has a scar but i bet you his hand looks fine after being set on fire last episode true yeah so willow's like on top of angel like riding him 
And she's like, I'm going to fucking torture you. (laughs) Xander shows up. I was like, where is this going to go, Willow? Right? Xander shows up, lights a match, and just chucks it on Angel's bare chest. And I was like, God damn, dude. Yeah. Angel's like, oh, oh, foul. And then Willow's like, oh, um, I thought that I only get to play with the puppy. Do you want to play with the puppy too? And Xander's like, no, I'll just watch. I like watching. I was like, yeesh. You have all the parts. Yeah. (laughs) And so Willow turns back around. She lights another match, starts burning Angel. And Angel's like, oh, oh, Jesus. And... That's pretty freaking brutal, dude. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're bad guys. I like when the vampires that are bad are bad. Like that's yeah. the whole point. So then we get back to Giles in the library, and he's looking through his books, and he finally finds a passage about oh, the necklace. We still get our favorite scene, our library exposition scene. <laughs> yep, and he's there with Larry and Oz, and they're like carving up some stakes. And Giles is like, "Here's this." passage about this necklace it actually belongs to anyanka who is a like jilted female demon who hates uh who grants wishes and hates men or something and he's like i mean it seems like cordelia must have wished away the slayer from her reality or she made a wish where that made everything so fucked up and like this is this is crazy i mean i wish we had a slayer we got to figure out how to go back to whatever world she's from. And Larry's like, I could finally come out of the closet in that world. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, well, we should call the Slayer and get her here. If she knows about the Slayer and the Slayer exists. And Giles is like, I tried. She's in Cleveland, dude. Like, she does not have it. You know, she's they, not coming to Sunnydale. They have precedence over a Hellmouth. And yeah. It's, and it's, does the world know that this is happening? Like, does the government know? It has to. It seems like it's open knowledge in the whole city. Yeah. You know? Because there's crosses and garlic. I mean, this might be happening in every city, too, though. I'm just saying if the world knows that vampires exist, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to be so prepared. And, like, there's going to be, well, (laughs) legions of people out fighting and killing vampires. There's a show that I think I've mentioned before called The Strain. It's mm-hmm. like a Guillermo del Toro, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo like, del Toro. Uh, it's one of his like uh, shows. It came out a while ago, and something it kind of ends up being like the vampires end up taking over, and you kind of see their structure or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's really similar to the end of this, where it's like okay, cattle call stuff. Um, but it's interesting how like the government tries to take, like, tries to get back control, and how like things are structured. In this, it's a short. We don't really have time to go into everything, granted, because yeah. like that's a whole series. This is like half of an episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it does just lead to so many questions. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah. So Giles is like, all right, you two, you should go home. Uh, stay safe. Take the van. Make sure that you're all all right, okay? I'm going to go home. I'm going to do some more research, and I'm going to go home after. So Oz and Larry go. And then Giles starts driving home in his little shitty car and he's driving by and he sees like a, a group of vampires rounding up a bunch of regular people and just throwing them into the back of a van. And he's driving by and he's like, ah, 
should I stop and save them and risk my life? <sighs> All right, I guess so. He grabs his gigantic cross, gets out of the car. He's he's showing the cross to all the vampires. They're like, oh, no, oh, no. He uh, tells all the people to get out and run. Then Giles gets Giles really quick. He gets attacked <laughs> from behind by a vampire. Gets knocked, not knocked out. He gets knocked down. Yeah. This is a different reality. This reality, yeah. he doesn't get knocked out. Yeah. He gets knocked down, but he gets up again. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like the vampires are closing in on him and they're going to attack him. But who shows up but Buffy Summers. And this is where the reality of this episode breaks for me. Because Cordelia wished that Buffy Summers never came to Sunnydale. And now she's in Sunnydale. Plot hole. That's not a plot hole at all. She said, I wish she never came. Not that she would never, ever come. She said never came. Never came. She never came to Sunnydale. She's in Sunnydale right now. Like it's like she's saying it never came when she came to Sunnydale. Not that she would never ever come to Sunnydale. Look, this is a very specific wording here. Yeah, I'm saying the wording doesn't prevent her from coming later. I think that if she said, "I wish I never knew Buffy," and then but and then Cordelia dies, then Buffy shows up, that would make sense. But her saying, "I wish Buffy never came to Sunnydale." That means forever. No, it doesn't. Came is a past How does tense. Not? Came is past tense. If but she said, "I wish Buffy up. would could never would never ever come to Sunnydale," that's different. But she said, "Never came to Sunnydale," meaning never came in the past. And uh, and here's the reality: she did never come. She never she came in. Come, the, no, she came at the end, but she never came at before. She said, but "I she wish she never come. came." Came We're is past tense. Have came the is Discord. Past Discord. Help settle this debate. Oh my god. It came as past tense. I'm team she should have never shown up. If she's if her wish is I wish Buffy never came to Sunnydale. She didn't come to she didn't come to Sunnydale in the but past. But she's in Sunnydale right now. But she never came to Sunnydale in the oh past. Oh my god. Yeah. I if I wish that you never came to Los Angeles mm -hmm. and then I die, and then you show up in Los Angeles, that means that my wish wasn't granted. Yeah, but you're saying you wish I never came, like at, like I never came when I did come in the past, but not like in the... It's, she didn't say, I wish Buffy never came to Sunnydale forever and ever and ever, could never come to Sunnydale. She didn't wish her to never, ever be there. She's saying, I wish that she had never came to Sunnydale and my life changed the way it did. She's not saying she can never, ever set foot in Sunnydale. I just think that we're going to have to agree to disagree on this because... Yeah. I'm very like adamant about like if you wish that somebody never came and then they do come, no matter what time, that's breaking the wish. No, like yeah. All right, yeah, we're, we're, we're moving on. <laughs> yeah, we're moving on here. But Buffy shows up and her face is all scarred and she's wearing like military garb and she looks like a lot more rougher around the edges. She shows up and she's like, "What am I doing here?" Yeah, I'm like, "What are you? So talking? what do you want? What's up, good?" Oh, you're you're the watcher. What do you what am I doing here? Uh, what, what are you talking about? Have you seen it's this a, place? It's a bunch of fucking attitude immediately. <laughs> Did you see this place? You just fought like five vampires trying to <laughs> shove people into a van. Like, yeah, I this mean, is where it's you like, should be. Literally, vampires run this town, run this city. And she's like, "Why am I here? <laughs> like, what?" 
uh, I, I would just want to know what's going on in Cleveland. <laughs> if this is like low priority for her, you know? The Cavaliers are about to win the championship. You called me away. <laughs> <laughs> so they go back to Giles' apartment and Giles is there and he's telling Buffy about, you know, hey, something happened with this wish where and this necklace is connected to this a woman named cordelia chase showed up and she knew you somehow and buffy's like i don't fucking know who cordelia chase is so what does this mean to me he's like no but she came from a different reality where you had already come to sunnydale and things were so much better and we need to figure this out i have this passage about the demon anyanka and what we need to do is in order to reverse this wish that happened we need to destroy her power center and buffy's like okay so let's go kill anyanka and giles like no 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 no. we can't kill her we have to destroy her power center and buffy's like well what the fuck is her power center like kill her kill the power center like what's the difference and giles is like you're a terrible person and a bad slayer (laughs) what is her watcher doing you know right is her watcher gwendolyn post that's what i was wondering i was like is that What's going on? But Buffy's like, look, I don't fucking destroy power centers. I kill vampires. I kill demons. That's what I do. You nerd, you figure out whatever you need to. And I also like the fact that Giles is like very rusty on his watcher stuff Mm -hmm. because he doesn't know all of this stuff right away. He's like, doesn't know what books to look in. He's kind of like, he's just rusty. he 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 finds us pretty quickly. I mean, the fact that he saw a necklace on a dead girl and was like, oh, that is something I saw in a book. Yeah. It's pretty good. And so he's also like, Buffy's all, is like, why am I even here? What's the priority? You dragged me all the way out here. You don't know what the power center is. You don't know where it is. You don't know where this Anyanka lady is. Like, what What are you doing here? And Giles is like, well, I'm sorry. We're like, we've been preoccupied and all this stuff. Like the master is alive over here. And Buffy's like, the master's alive and you're just sitting here worried about this necklace why aren't you gonna go and kill the master and yeah. Giles is like um we fucking been trying dude like have you seen around the city it's filled with vampires a bunch of people died well this is my this is where the wish has a weird thing for me it's like we need an excuse for them not to tell her that the master is there that's yeah. the only thing because she looks like, wait, the master's here? Why haven't I been told about this? And yeah. my thought also, thinking about how this worked out, I think if you were the Slayer, after high school, you're just traveling. You're, yeah. tra- you're traveling. You're a mercenary. Killing. Yeah, you're traveling and killing vampires where the biggest threat is. It's not like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just going to stay in Sunnydale and hope all the bad stuff comes here. Like, you would be like, okay, we just got a report of some vampire thing in, in New York. We need you to fly yeah. out. Like you got a thing, you have you have an earpiece, and you go, "I'm on it." You <laughs> yeah. fly, get a first trip to New York or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I uh, have a mid podcast announcement where Joe will owe me five dollars because Giles is not wearing a jacket in the shot. Earlier in the episode, he is wearing a jacket when he gets out of the van. No. Yes. Yes. No. He's wearing like a tweed He's wearing a sweater. Blazer. He's wearing a sweater most of the episode. I'm going to relook at this. I'm going to screenshot this shit. Wait, are you talking about like when he's in the library jail and stuff? I'm talking about when he gets out of the van, he's wearing like a jacket. No, I was talking about like the whole like episode. Like a blazer. Like he's like in a... You're talking about like that one moment? 
I'm talking about he does wear a blazer in this episode. You know what? We'll just call this bet off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't agree on anything this episode. I know. This is a tough one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Wait, are you talking about before he's even uh, in... Uh... When Xander and Willow, like, oh, here come the white hats. He's wearing a, a tweed blazer. I think he's still wearing a sweater. But all right. We'll, we'll go back. Yeah. Well, the bet's off. <laughs> I'll, still, I'll still hold on to the bet. Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically Buffy's being mean to Giles. And then she's like, all right, well, you know what? While you figure out this necklace shit, I'm going to go kill the the master. You do what you do. I'm going to go k- kill vampire. I'm the vampire slayer. I'm going to go slay a vampire. She walks out. Giles is like, this chick is an asshole. Uh, well, she's got a scar on her lip. And she's not like, she's not like traditionally pretty anymore. She's rough and rugged. Yeah, she got some bags under her eyes. You would think Buffy in the normal reality would be more jaded after all the stuff she's been through. But she has friends oh, to help her. Oh, yeah. Because in the beginning of the episode when they're at the picnic, yeah, yeah. they're all asking, like, how do you get through it? And she's like, because I got people and friends like you. Yeah, and if you don't have friends, it's really hard. Yeah, which seems like seven episodes ago at this point <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> it seems like a completely different episode they're like they've set up her arc and they were like all right well we, we got it yeah. yeah so buffy goes to the bronze uh she goes to the basement she sees angel chained up and he he she like goes into the thing because she's curious she's like what is this who is this person and he's like buffy summers is that you and she's like yeah who are you and he's like, I'm supposed to help you. I came to Sunnydale uh, because I'm supposed to help you and look after you and stuff. I'm a friend of yours. And she's like, so what are you doing all chained up? Like, what's this? He's like, if you free me, you'll figure it out. I'm on your side. I'm helping you. And then so Buffy's like, all right, I'll go help you. And then she goes into the cage. She goes to unchain him. And her cross necklace dangles a little too close to his face. And he goes, and then she throws the chains. She's like, are you shitting me? What kind of lame ass trick is this? You're trying to get me to fucking unchain you. You're a vampire, dude. He's like, no, trust me. Trust me. I'm on your side. She's like, I don't trust you. You're a vampire. And then he unbuttons his shirt and shows him all of the shows her all of the scars that he's got. And he's like, trust me. I want to kill the master just as much as you do. He's been torturing me. And Buffy kind of rolls her eyes and she's like, whatever, dude. Yeah, it was like, didn't he say like, oh, I can tell I can show you. And she's like, where's the factory? And she's, he's like, I can show you. I'm like, you could tell me. <laughs> you could yeah. literally just use your words and tell me where it is. Like, yeah. Even though I don't know anything about Sunnydale. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when that cross dangles and he flips out, I'm like, we brought this up before. He's hugged that girl straight yeah. up with the cross on her neck. Yep. Um. It's a cool. It's a cool reveal moment for how she knows he's a vampire. But mm-hmm. so now the master is at the factory and he's giving a rousing uh, communist speech, or not communist, a capitalist speech about like this is the best thing that's ever happened to us all. You know, we're panning around. He's got a bunch of humans in like a, a pen, kind of like cattle. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is the greatest technological advancement that we have thank goodness for all this great technology and making draining people 
and killing people so much more efficient. Thank God for capitalism. <laughs> Thank God for production, mass production is what he says. This is a Mr. Trick-esque plan. Yeah. You know? um, also, Oz and Larry are prisoners in this little cattle thing. So yeah, they when, did they get, when did they get captured? I guess when uh, Giles told him to go home. No. <laughs> you know, I like that there's a curfew, but two kids just stay at the library with the librarian. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, Giles is at his apartment now after this rousing speech, and he starts a spell to bring forth Anyanka. And he he's like casting it, and he's like, all right, here we go. And he throws something into a bowl, and it bursts into flames. He's like, I wonder if that works. And then it's like kind of a slow reveal of Anyanka showed up in his corner. And it was like pretty creepy. That was like mm -hmm. a good creepy reveal yeah. of her appearing. And uh, she, <laughs> she shows up and he's like, oh, oh shit. Oh, God. Isn't she like the ghost of like women scorned or yes. something? Yeah. And she says something like. You don't want to know what happens when a man summons me to this world. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. um, so then we go back to the monster or the master monster, the master talking about his uh, technology reveal. And he's like, this is what's uh, what's going to happen. Bring me a prisoner. And they bring some lady. No, and they, they bring one of the cordettes. Oh, that's one of the cordettes. Yeah, that's the one that's been. It's the Asian one that's been giving giving uh, Cordelia a ton of shit. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't recognize her as a Cordette. Okay. Yeah. That's a cool little Easter egg. Uh, but the vampires grab her. They lay her on this like stretcher thing. But before they do, they like zap her with some kind of like paralyzer Cattle thing. Prod. Yeah. And then it cuts back to the master to be like, that's to make sure that they're still alive and fresh or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically just doing a, you know, just a, a cattle like a yeah, whatever meat. What is it, what is the thing called? The killed shack for butchering or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They lay her down on a table. They put her in. They they, they like tie her up, and then uh, a bunch of these little uh, blood sucking like needles go into all parts of her body. All random parts that would be super inefficient, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> And it just sucks this lady dry. Like, sucks all of... I wish they would have had a special effect where you just see all of the life go out of her and, like, she turns gray. <laughs> and the sound effect, like, if you drink a... If you finish a Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> that straw-sucking sound at the end, yeah. Yeah. Um... And then so while this is happening, Buffy and Angel show up and Angel's like, all right, so what's the plan? And Buffy's like, the plan is to go fucking kill that guy. <laughs> yeah, she, so follow my lead. Yeah. She gives him a spike and she goes, a steak. Uh, a steak. A steak. Sorry, come I'm on, sorry, everyone. Come on, Joe. She gives him a steak. I'm so sorry. She gives him a steak and she goes, the plan is don't fall on this. And she walks up with her crossbow. And... This is another reality-breaking moment for me. It seems like everyone knows who Angel is, and they know that he's like a traitor vampire, Uncle Tom vampire. But he just shows up in his regular clothes. Nobody recognizes him. 
And he's just walking through the crowd unnoticed. Like two people just, the fact that Buffy just showed up and they're just yeah. like, there's no guards out the door. I guess they might yeah. have killed him. Who knows? They're just there. They just show but, up. But like Buffy's there with a giant crossbow <laughs> and no one says anything. Well, she's in the back. They're all like focused on this, this blood wine that they got. Well, by the time that she gets to where she is, yeah, yeah, where they do the like that, <laughs> yeah. she's like right in the middle of the crowd surrounded by vampires. <laughs> and then somebody gives the master like a wine glass full of blood and he's like, two tech. To technology and new advancements. Mm-hmm. And then everybody does like a hail uh, Hitler type of movement towards the master. And Buffy just raises her crossbow and shoots at him. The, the master grabs Xander, puts Xander in front of him. Xander gets shot by this crossbow. And then he just kind of like flops to the ground. And I was like, that's a cold move. Cold move, master. Um, so a bunch of chaos ensues. Wait, who did he Everyone... pull in front? Of, who did he pull in front? He pulls Xander in Does front. He? Of him, Does Xander he? get shot? Okay. Yeah, Xander. I mean, he gets he shot in like die. the yeah. the shoulder or something. Yeah. Like he doesn't die. Yeah. Um, but now chaos. Everyone starts fighting. There's a big riot happening. Uh, Angel goes over and he sets the prisoners free. He's like, "Oh, go get out of here! Get out of here!" And then Xander and Willow see Angel and they're like, look at who's here. The puppy made it. He's making an appearance. This is great. I'm going to go attack that motherfucker. (laughs) So Xander and Willow go attack Angel. And then we cut back to Giles. And Giles is with Anyanka and she's in his face. And he's like, I want to know what Cordelia Chase asked for or wished for. And Anyanka is like, Oh, are you sure you really want to know? It's uh, something really freaking crazy. And then Giles is like, I mean, yeah, I want to know. I, I just asked what I want to know what it was that made this reality so terrible. And she's like, I'm not going to tell you anything. And in fact, I'm going to kill you. And Giles is like, oh, bullshit. Your only power is in the wishes. And then she grabs him by the throat, slams him up against the wall and does a Donald Trump wrong (laughs) so she's got him up against the wall choking him up uh then we cut back to willow and buffy fighting in the factory and then xander comes to defend willow xander and buffy are fighting uh angel somehow gets in the middle of it and he gets killed by xander uh buffy then kills xander then Oz kills Willow, mm-hmm. and it's like this slow motion, like yeah. emotional. Oh man, this is the world that we've created. These lovers in our regular reality yeah. are killing <laughs> yeah. each other. Yeah, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. How it's all like slow mo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. slow mo, very sad. And then we get what is perhaps my favorite sequence of this episode where Buffy and the master like lock eyes at each other. <laughs> And they start walking towards each other. But in their way is like a crowd of people. So the master and Buffy are just shoving random people out of the way. They each shove like four people out of their way. (laughs) It was so funny. It's just like, just, yeah, it's so good. They're just pushing people. 
Yeah, I, I put like a shove out of the way yeah. fest on the way to fight each other. <laughs> Got a clear path, man. So then we go back to Giles getting choked by the demon. He yanks the necklace off of Anyanka mm-hmm. and punches her. And then Anyanka drops him. She's like, ow, that really hurt, dude. Is this a different necklace that he pulls off of her? Because he has yes. the one from. I so think it is a different them. necklace. So- I think this is the power center necklace. Okay. Because this is uh, this is a scene where he punches her. She gets like jostled around. She's, mm-hmm. She gets some distance between Giles and Anyanka now. And he takes the necklace, puts it on the table, and he's about to destroy it. And Anyanka goes, says something like, how do you know the other world is better? And Giles is like, because it has to be. And he takes it. And as Giles is like slow-mo, like about to destroy this we cut back to the master versus buffy and they're fighting for a little bit in slow motion and then it's like buffy just gave up yeah she throws one punch he blocks it and it's over he blocks it spins her around snaps her neck yeah she falls to the ground just as giles smashes the power center Mm -hmm. and then we get a whiteout flashback to cordelia going i wish buffy summers never came to sunnydale and then anya is going done but nothing happens and then cordelia's like you know what I, else i wish for i wish xander dies no never knowing the touch of a woman and anya goes done and then anya's looking around like how come i'm not fucking able to make this wish come true and Cordelia's like, and I wish that Willow wakes up with a bunch of monkey hair all over her. And I'm just like, done. And she's like, she's like trying to make any of these wishes come true. And she's just like, wait, well, how come I can't? I don't, where's my power? And Cordelia just walks off and she's like, and I wish that Xander dies a horrible death. I wish that Buffy, blah, blah, blah. And it just kind of trails off. Yeah, like the and episode ends so abruptly. It does, right? <laughs> it's like ends. Well, Cordelia like walks by and now we get a, a shot of uh like Xander, Buffy, Willow, and Giles just like talking on a bench and yeah. they're just like chatting it up and uh it just ends randomly on that <laughs> shot. Yeah, there's like there's no like cause it never I guess the wish never happened. Yeah it was broken. So she doesn't uh Cordelia doesn't have like a oh wow, you know what? Yeah, that, lesson I learned. Yeah. There's no, like, it's a wonderful life, like, oh, wow, the the world really is a better place with Buffy here. Yeah. Like, she just learns no lesson. Yeah. Which is the worst part about this episode. <laughs> like, there's nothing learned from anybody, really. No, this whole episode doesn't matter at all. Which is In terms of, great. like, the larger storytelling. Yeah, which is great. I think it's fine. This is just a one-off, like, mm-hmm. side adventure, Cordelia-specific episode, but then she dies, so it's not really a Cordelia-specific yeah. episode. Um, so this witch character, or this Anya, she, a Anyaska. woman scorned, Anyaka, she gets screwed over because a woman scorned got destroyed by a man again. Like, yep. Her plan didn't work. Um, is she just like a regular person now? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> like, because she still exists. It's not like she disappeared. She still exists and she still remembers that she had wish powers that I guess came from a chain. Yeah. But like she's, what is she now? I don't know. 
And does Cordelia still have the necklace on in this reality? I don't think no, she, she does, never right? got it. Yeah. No, the necklace doesn't exist. There you go. Um, that's the episode. <laughs> really? Is it just like ends up like that? Yeah. I mean, it was a fun one. It was a fun little one-off like side adventure, but like this doesn't oh, yeah, play I'm, into yeah. the larger storytelling of this season at all, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, and we've had other episodes where you just fight Demon of the Week, you know, like the, yeah. fi- like the fish monsters doesn't matter. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a wrap on The Wish, everybody. You got any final thoughts for that one, Vance? Well, yeah, uh, join our Discord and join the conversation that's going to be going about whether or not... Yeah, we got to settle the debate. Number one, did the wish Buffy never came to Sunnydale? Is the reality broken by Buffy eventually coming? Or is it on like Vance's side? Like just because it it was more that she never came when she came. Yes, that's that's Um, my stance on it. But, you know, let's debate that there. And we'll also uh, we'll we'll come back next podcast and see who uh, who won the five dollars. Yeah, see, settle that debate with the. tweed jacket yeah i that i am i am certain that giles is wearing a tweed jacket at some point in this episode i think maybe at the end when he shows up okay because <laughs> i was like i like this t-shirt like sweat sweatshirt i'm sweater. saying i'm saying in the whole fantasy of the wish he's wearing a sweater only i'm saying okay. in the whole fantasy of the wish at a certain point he's wearing a jacket blazer okay. over top of right. a sweater <laughs> this is what our listeners have to look forward to at the top of next episode <laughs> yeah along with <laughs> me plugging more booty burlesque shows <laughs> yeah the thrilling conclusion of was giles wearing the jacket <laughs> tune in next week to find out oh jesus well uh speaking of next week the next episode vance is titled amends we got any prediction for amends here um i think this is i I saw the screen grab and it looks like oz and willow are hugging or something yeah i saw that too um so i think i think yeah i think those relationships get together i don't know i'm gonna throw out a spike drusilla thing I'm going to say oh, Spike Drusilla okay. amend their relationship and they team up. I'm going to say, so yeah, it looks like Oz and Willow make amends. I'm going to say that Xander tries again with Cordelia and Cordelia turns him down again. Mm-hmm. She's going to actually let him know her actual feelings about it. And that's going to be kind of her amends about like, you betrayed me, like you cheated on me, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say that Angel shows up and tries to make amends with the whole team and like mm-hmm. say i'm sorry to yeah. the whole gang and giles and everything that'll be a big one that's a good um, prediction so that's my prediction for this i did have one more thing i wanted to say about this episode actually okay um is it weird how much i know we brought it up before but that willow really wants to be with oz again and that there's no mention of xander and willow wanting to be with each other anymore like they were yeah, all they both about- it seemed like they, they both. Could, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it go. seemed like they both were like into being together, and they were like, "Oh my god, we can't because it's so wrong." Mm-hmm. And now that it's not there, they're just like, "Nah, I never really liked you at all." Yeah, during this episode, they both keep repeating, "Like, no, that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. That was a mistake. That's not real. That's not what this is." Yeah. So we want to be back with our significant others that we had previously. But it seems weird because they were every time they would say, oh, this is a mistake. They end up making out or playing footsie. Yeah. 
so now that they have it they just there, there wasn't even a little bit of tension between like should we go back like it, you would think xander would be like do you really want oz back like yeah. there's none of that so xander know. wants his cake and to eat it too though he wants to be with cordelia and willow he should just try to get one slice of cake at least i know right <laughs> just pick one <laughs> Go with Faith, dude. Find out where Faith is. No, just hook up with Willow. Like, well, I mean, he had Cordelia. Like, I mean, Cordelia is a smoke show. Yeah, so, especially in this episode with that yeah. leather outfit. Yeah, but bang. Like, it's not like he's struggling with ladies to have. Like, he's fine. It is hilarious that Cordelia didn't last an entire day in her wished reality, though. Like, I thought that was so fucking funny. Which is true. It's exactly. I'm surprised she was even. I'm surprised she didn't go to the wish area and she was already dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she just bleeped out of existence. Yeah, she just basically wished herself dead. Yeah, or she just like <laughs> automatically was a vampire as soon as she showed up there because she got turned. <laughs> There's no way she would have survived this long. No. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, uh, please do that. If you want to follow us on Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy, you want to write in, email boyswatchingbuffy at gmail.com and join our Discord. The link is in the show notes. Uh, we're going to have hopefully some active happenings going on in there because there's some disagreements that need to be settled. Yeah. And hit us up uh, on the DM. Uh, you can. You can hit me up on Twitter at is that Vance. Um, yep. Yeah, and let us know what you think. <laughs> yeah, and stay tuned next week for when we talk about amends. Yes, I'm aware that there's a great deal of demonic activity in Cleveland. <laughs>